Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Nova podcast. I hope you're well. My name is Ailish. I am the Nova coach and this is episode 20, I think. Um, I haven't done a solo episode in quite a while. I've had so many amazing guests lately and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this episode. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about dismantling, deconstructing our limiting beliefs. So I haven't actually spoken about this properly in a podcast yet. I guess I was, um, I don't know why I haven't spoken about it, to be honest. I think maybe I've just been making sure that I am accurate with whatever I share on my podcast. Like, you'll know, if you've listened to my episode on moving to Abu Dhabi, Dubai and surrounding areas, I was really um, particular about what I was sharing on that. And like there was things I had to edit out because I always want to make sure that I'm giving you accurate information and practical tools that you can take away with you and everything is um, applicable, you know, that you can bring into your life. I'm not just like waffling on. And just talking to myself in the microphone, you know. I love that too, you know. But um, we, we got to think of the listeners. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, this is a really, really important episode. And I really hope you take something away from it. So, first of all, like, what is a limiting belief? I'm sure you all know by now. Because we really are more in touch with our emotions of late. And I suppose in the last... I'd say two, three years, there's definitely been um, more awareness to how we talk to ourselves. Um, So I think the best way to explain this is using the onion. And if anyone knows um, Shrek, where he's, he's got the onion and he's saying to Donkey that, you know, we have layers. And I actually really love that analogy and I often use it with people, like with my friends or with clients. We are at the core of the onion and that's when we're a child, when we're, when we're born, ultimately. And then what happens is the layers get added on as we grow older from society, expectations of parents. Um, you know, we could be through osmosis, you know, we could be absorbing limiting beliefs from um, our parents. We can be influenced by our parents very much so as we grow up. Um, There could be something that happens to us when we're young and that could create a limiting belief. And this is all conditioning of us. And it, of course, buries our true self and it buries that core self that we were born with. And it can be limiting, you know, obviously. And it can also come from a place of fear. So I want you to imagine that you are an onion and you have layers. And when you do the work, okay, so the work is like your shadow work. And that's a, I see that thrown around, thro- not thrown around. I don't mean to say it in a bad way. Um... It's said a lot on social media about shadow work. So shadow work is basically saying you're facing your shadow 
which are the dark parts of you, which are um, the parts of you that you are probably choosing to avoid. That's the work when you're actually facing your shadow and you're not running away from it and you're willing to explore um, those limiting sides to you and the things that are holding you back. Now, we have to honour that some people go through life and they don't do it. They don't do the shadow work. They don't do the inner healing. And that's okay. Like we've learned in coaching that no one is right or wrong. They just are. And I've had to learn the more the more I explore about my inner healing and the work and all that those kind of cliche phrases, um, the more I delve into my own work, the more I'm like, oh my God, everybody needs to be doing this. The world would be such a better place if everyone was able to face their own shadow and understand it and heal. But I very quickly learned that I have to honor everybody else's journey. And also it doesn't make me any better than anyone else just because I'm I'm thinking that I'm becoming a better person and healing, you know. Um, that's just a perception. And perception is, God, I could do a whole episode on perception. There really is no truth. It's only perception. I know that sounds very deep right now. But like... There's so many different versions of you right now to everyone who knows you. And the only version of you that you know truly is your version that you have of yourself. And we'll never know truly the perception that people have of us. We'll never really understand it. So I just want that to kind of, you know, there, there is no truth. There only is perceptions. And it's interesting because like that comes back to what I'm saying is like no one is wrong or right, really. Um, it's just how things are portrayed. And, and again, it it is relating to a person's limiting beliefs that they have. So if you're interested in this and you're interested in actually looking at your limiting beliefs and seeing, okay, what what can I apply to this? What can I do to explore it, you know, and to question the limiting beliefs, then carry on listening. Um, if you feel like you're not in the space to do this, then please don't feel like you have to continue listening. It's your choice to continue listening. Um, and then, of course, after you've listened and you feel like you want to share it with someone, of course, share it with someone. But almost send it to someone like an invitation or like oh you might like this don't kind of say you need this because that can be quite um it can be quite judgmental and it could be received wrong even though you could be passing this episode on to someone with such good intention we often have to be so careful with our words with how it comes across and it could be received in completely the wrong way and backfire because again I know I'm repeating myself but it does come back to honoring other people's journeys and honoring the place they're in and divine timing I truly believe in divine timing that everyone has their own timing in life um 
with their own healing, whether it comes when they're young, whether they start healing in their, I don't know, 20s, 30s, or it may come later in life, or they may not even feel the need to at all, and that's okay. Um, That is something I've really had to... (laughs) I've really had to try and understand because when I started coaching in 2017 um, that was my first course that I did so it's been like four years of um, learning and understanding and I, I still feel I've only scratched the surface like I'm not saying here that I'm like an expert I am no way an expert I have barely scratched the surface I'm at the tip of the iceberg there's so much more and I'm enjoying this lifelong journey of learning you know um, but this has been something I've really had to learn that I have to honor other people's journeys and I can't um, force people into their healing even if I think they need it I can't do that you know um, so maybe there's someone in your life that you're thinking of right now who you're like oh my god this person needs it definitely we have to actually sit on our hands and we like of course we can come from a place of intent with love we can come from that place of um you mean well but again it's it's just so it's so hard to to tell someone they need to heal you know like the only person that can make the change is themselves is us you know and you can't help people that don't want to be helped. And I know, I suppose, that's kind of a cliche when we talk about other um, parts of healing. But it is so true. Like, it really is so true. Um, so I just want to kind of speak about that at the beginning. Um, this might resonate with you. This might not. So, yeah, I hope you do. Something I keep forgetting about, lads. Oh my God, I'm like the worst podcaster ever. If you don't mind, could you please give me a um, rating or a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts? I, like, I keep forgetting to say this at the beginning and the ending of my podcast. Like clearly, I I care so much about ratings and reviews, of course. <laughs> so like, I keep forgetting, genuinely keep forgetting. So if you want... Give me a review. Give me a rating, please. I'd really appreciate it. Um, I don't see it from other countries. And I remember, like, my friend was saying she'd done a review and um, I couldn't see it because she had reviewed it in Ireland and it only pops up on Apple Podcasts in Ireland. Obviously, I'm here in the UAE. So, anyway, every little helps, as they say. And if you do enjoy this podcast, please do like screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story. Tag me. If you are a private account, I won't see that, just so you know. Um, But yeah, let me know. Even message me if you really enjoy this episode. I'd really love some feedback. And um, yeah, I think that's about it, really. Um, Pass it on to a friend with love. Pass it on to a friend with good intention. And... um, if you feel they need it but coming from a place of love and not judgment it's really important um okay let's get into it girl i'm talking 11 minutes my god all right (laughs) so this type of questioning your limiting beliefs this tool is coming from a woman called byron katie now it's a bit strange because Everyone gets confused. Do you call her Katie Byron or Byron Katie? But 
everything online she goes by Byron Katie so um and it's basically called the work that's what it's called and she basically says that the more time you devote to questioning a belief um you are gifting yourself with the ability to live your life in peace and you're getting to know who you are to your core you're getting to know that core of the onion you know and when you do this work you are literally peeling back the layers of the onion peeling back the conditioning of society your parents um school life relationships um everything you're peeling it all back when you do this work so this is one tool of many tools that are out there to question your limiting beliefs but i find this personally i find this really effective i find it really easy i find it really um simple like you can do it on your own you don't have to be with a coach or a therapist or a counselor to do this um there's loads loads of worksheets online if you literally just type in to google the work byron katie and just say maybe like worksheet after it or a pdf you'll get so many things you can print out to do this work and it's it's amazing it's really really powerful um and i suppose talking about timing like I've only really started to understand this work in the last year or so. When it was first introduced to me, I was kind of like, what is this? I was like, can't get my head around this at all. And I found it, um, the language was a bit difficult to get my head around. But then when I, when it clicked then with me, I was like, okay, I feel like I can actually explain this properly to people. So I've been practicing it for a while and I find it's really good. So I'm going to try my very best now to um, explain it in an easy way for you guys. I'm going to imagine I'm talking to me when I was trying to understand it and I'm hopefully going to explain it um, to make it easy. So um, what it is basically is you're going to notice right now as I'm listening if you want get some pencil paper pen paper if you want you can actually make this like an activity podcast episode or just sit back relax listen to what it is about first and then you can come back to it but if you are free and you do have time take out um pen and paper or take out your notes on your phone if you want as we're doing this so right now I want you to notice something that has upset you or someone so who or what has upset you right now and why so recall that specific situation I want you now to close your eyes and to really sink into what is that situation create like create that image of the person or thing that has upset you lately travel in your mind to that situation and, you know, maybe you're feeling feelings of anger, hurt, sadness, disappointment. And really, like, be an observer. Be a witness. Try your, try your best not to 
be in it, but try and observe from the sideline. And I want you to try and notice and name and feel any emotion that you're experiencing right now. And think about the reason you were upset, okay? So now, I want you to write down the thoughts you have about that situation. So as you're thinking about the situation, write down what you're feeling. Write down your thoughts right now. So if you want, just click pause as I'm talking. And after you've finished writing down, we're going to do the questions about it. Okay, so I want you to get one thought from that whole situation. So capture one thought, like one belief. So it could be, they don't love me or um, they don't care about me. They don't respect me. Um, I'm not good enough. I don't feel loved. There's so many things. So capture a thought, okay, in that moment. And now what we're going to do is apply the four questions, which is the work by Byron Katie, okay? So firstly, I want you to ask yourself, so looking at that one thought that you have captured, this is the limiting belief that you have. I want you to answer, is this true? Is this true? Okay. Now you're probably going to get a yes or a no to this. That's all it's going to be. You probably might be feeling compelled to say, yes, but, no, but, yes, because. Just leave, leave that to the side and just say yes or no. Is this true? Then your second question is, Can you absolutely know that it's true? So look again and really think about that moment and just think, what is it exposing? What is that moment, that limiting belief telling you? Can you absolutely know it's true? So, if you answered no, that it's not true, then this third question will help you. If you answered yes, can you absolutely know that it's true? If you answered question one and two to yes, then question three also will help you. So now close your eyes and think about the feelings. Think about how your body is feeling. Are there any sensations in your body? Think about the way your behavior is when you're in that moment. And think about when you think about that limiting belief, when you, you believe that thought, just notice how you feel and if there's anything that is speaking to you about it, you know, if there's anything that's making you second guess it. So, I want you to now answer this third question. 
How do you react when you believe that thought? So think about that thought again. Really sink into your body. How is your body reacting to it? So how do you react when you believe that thought, when you believe that limiting belief? So how do you treat the other person? How do you treat yourself? What images are coming up for you? What emotions? So how do you react? And note that down, how you react. So question four. Close your eyes again. And again, you're going back to that situation. And take a moment to actually observe from the sideline. You're not really in it. I want you to observe from the sideline how you are. And now ask yourself, who would you be without that thought? How would you feel towards the other person? How would you feel towards yourself without this thought, without this limiting belief? And now write down what is being revealed. So I'm going to go through those four questions once more. You can press pause anytime, by the way. Um, so you have your thought from this current this situation. It doesn't have to be current. And it could be a person or something that has happened. And you have that limiting belief. You have that thought captured. So the first question is, is it true? A simple yes or no. Then you go on to question two. Can you absolutely know that it's true? Yes or no? Question three. How do you react when you believe that thought? And then question four. Who would you be without that thought? So would the scenario look different if you didn't have that thought? Would your belief in yourself be different if you didn't have that thought? And you'll notice that you're, you're dropping all your judgments and you're really coming back to self. Again, we're getting back to the core of the onion. We're peeling back these layers and we're getting to the core of the onion, your core self. So now, those are the four questions. And now for the best part, we have the turnaround. So this is not a question, but it's more of a fifth step. So this is when you turn your thought around, okay? And you're basically going to find out, is the thought truer than the original thought if you turn it around, if you make it opposite. So there's three ways to do this, okay? So first of all, you're going to turn it around to yourself. So I'm gonna give you some examples because this is the part where I was like, okay, I really need to concentrate on this. And I'm going to do my utmost best to make this really simple for you to understand. So bear with me. So if I have an example of they don't care about me. Okay, so I'm thinking of a situation 
and this is the thought, this is the limiting belief that I have. They don't care about me. So I'm going to turn that around to myself. I don't care about myself. So whatever your thought is right now, turn it around to yourself. So we're doing a bit of introspection here right now. Make it um, about you right now. And is it truer than the original thought? The next turnaround. Turn it around to the other person. Or to the other, if it's not a person. Turn it around to the other side. So if my original thought is they don't care about me, then I put it to myself. I don't care about myself. So now I'm going to put it to the other. They don't care about them. Or I don't care about them. And then the final turnaround is the third part of it. Third, the third turnaround is you make it the opposite of the original thought. So my original thought is, they don't care about me. I'm going to make it the complete opposite. They do care about me. So ask yourself, is the opposite turnaround true or truer than the original thought? So again, pause this anytime you want, rewind, you know, if you're feeling compelled now to get the pen and paper out and you didn't do it earlier, obviously go back and do it and take time with it. And this all links back to what I was saying at the beginning. It's all about perception. It's all about how we um, perceive things based on our limiting beliefs, based on our layers of conditioning, okay? So all is not what it may appear to be, okay? And I know, God, there's so many cliche things I'm saying in this podcast. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like, Oh, you could play a game and drink a shot. How many times I've said a cliche phrase and I apologize. But I suppose they're cliches for a reason, right? Because they actually are. They're all true and effective and, you know, they they really do um, create impact. So, yeah, (laughs) I'm laughing at myself. I'm all these cliches. I should just call it the cliche episode. Um, So I'm sorry if I, um, if that's coming across like that but sure look at anyway that's just the way it is isn't it um they're cliches for a reason so you can really find the power in the turnaround now note for yourself when you do the turnaround which is the final step it's not about blaming yourself or feeling guilty okay it's about discovering and exploring alternatives to bring you peace of mind so I'm hoping that you may have um noticed something different in your thought when you turn it turn it around either to yourself to the other or to the opposite and it can be really powerful because you can see things from a different angle and it can make us again 
question our limiting beliefs. It's a very simple, powerful exercise that you can always use. And it takes practice. Do I do it for every single thought I have? No. Do I do it every single day? No. But I definitely do it a couple of days a week. Like if I'm really racking my head over something, I would definitely put it into practice. Now, of course, Byron Katie says you should be doing this all the time as much as you can because it can really enlighten you. Her words, that's what she says. So it takes practice, you know. It really does take practice. So if there's something right now really bothering you um hopefully you can get some peace of mind from this exercise hopefully it works and I strongly recommend that you go on to google type in the work Byron Katie worksheets and there'll be so much there and there's there's so many videos on youtube where she talks about it in depth and she does so many examples of those turnarounds Um, I did another example here just so maybe it could land better for some people. Let's say my original thought is, um, they do not respect me. Okay. Let's think that's the limiting belief I have. Let's turn it to myself. The turnaround is I don't respect myself. Then let's turn it to the other. I don't respect them. And then the opposite, the turnaround they do respect me so again it comes back to the perception it's all about how we perceive things and it could be so different to what we think it is um so that's really the work by byron katie what i would say is of course if you want to go deeper into the root of limiting beliefs if you want to find out um where your conditioning has come from and if it if it is something that is much deeper than these four questions then this is where ethically it would be better for you to seek therapy or counseling to actually explore the past and to excavate it you know it's almost like you're an archaeologist and you're you're really analyzing your past and it can be painful It's like pouring salt on a wound, but it's necessary for healing. And I would be very careful when I'm talking about limiting beliefs in coaching. There is a scope to talk about in coaching, but um, my personal opinion, this is my opinion. um, I would be very careful how far I would go about limiting beliefs if I find a client is really really held back by the past and it's like a boulder on their back and they can't move forward then I would like very kindly suggest and I would say it with love I would say it with um the best intentions that okay perhaps you need to consider going to therapy or counseling to explore this further because I'm not qualified to do that now I do say to the client to prioritize that before coaching because like I can't take a client into their future. I can't take them from A to B without them feeling that they can move on, you know, and they can actually um, let go of that boulder that's holding them back. Um, it is very common where people can do coaching to focus on their future and therapy or counseling to explore their past. That's very popular. 
Um, I personally do that. I have my own coach and I also have my own therapist, which I find works really well. So it's all about, you know, personal preference. But I would say to a client um, to definitely prioritize exploring the past if it's really holding them back. Um, Because there is only so much work we can do as coaches on limiting beliefs. So we can work on it. But if it is deeper than what we can work on, that that would be my approach. Um, so see how you work with uh, these four questions, you know, what do you think? And explore further if you wish. Go on to Google, go on to YouTube. And um, yeah, I hope this episode has helped in some way. I hope I've explained it in some logical way. And I hope... Um, you're still listening if you are if you're still listening fair play to you you've got um you've got through this you know because I know it's deep um but this is like this is really important for us to see what's on the on the other side of fear right and fear can be holding us back from doing so so much so explore it get curious have an open mind and remember it's not about blaming yourself it's not about being guilty and it's not about judging yourself It's about discovering alternatives to bring you peace of mind, okay? It's bringing you content in your life. That's what we want. That's the goal, okay? We want you to have peace of mind. So if this has helped, please give me a rating and review, please. I'd love that. And um, pass along to someone if you want. Share it on social media. Tag me, let me know. Or just send me a private message if you want. Send me a DM on Instagram at the Nova Coach and yeah I hope yeah I hope this was very different for me it was more like a an an exercise kind of episode remember you can rewind and pause anytime you want and um yeah this is a short episode today um yeah I hope yeah I hope you enjoyed it okay so my song of the week okay ladies I'm assuming I have a lot of ladies listening if I have men listening amazing um so if I do have men listening to my episode fair play thank you I appreciate it um but I always just assume that I have a lot of um women listening to my episode because I do have a really high percentage of women followers on my Instagram I think it's like 70 80 percent um so this song is for the ladies okay so I want you to Google or go on Spotify or go on YouTube. Again, I'm sorry. I can't play the song because of copyright reasons. So this is a real powerhouse song for all the ladies listening. It's called Queen of the Night by, of course, Whitney Houston, Queen herself. I want you right now right now to go on Spotify, YouTube, um, iTunes, whatever it is you use to get your music and just put straight into your phone, Queen of the Night by Whitney Houston. I guarantee it will lift your mood. It will make you feel like a queen. This is you dismantling, deconstructing your limiting beliefs. You're becoming enlightened. You're questioning things. You're getting a new perspective on things. And you are unstoppable. All right, girl? You are a queen. You are unstoppable. And you are the queen of the night. So, 
enjoy the song. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I feel like it was so serious, but then there was a few laughs as well. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself here in my apartment on my own. I hope you're laughing with me. And um, yeah, okay, sending you so much love and light and healing and fun. Have fun with this song, all right? Okay, take care and thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I'll chat to you next week.